who that, 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 I'm not. I'm not that good at it. I, I mean, is it because you're old? Yes, I think it is because I'm old. You know, it's back in the day. It's fine. Back in the days when, when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was just a little nigga, oh. I looked up to my bigger bro said, "If I could kick yourself, if we never mind." Oh damn! But yeah, dude. I know. I know most of that stuff. Just how old are you? Uh, you know, I'm like fifty. Great. You know what I mean? You know. I mean, like, old, you know what? Old, old, old is a, is a, is a feeling, not a number. You know what? It probably is, but you know what I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna say, "What's up, y'all? This is Tressing, and this is Cedric, and we're through the crate, digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop lens. Let's get to it. I think I want you to introduce your twin here. Oh <laughs> my god! I think you should do it. So we have a special guest in the building, guys. Uh, Mr. Ben. Hello, Mr. Ben. What's that going on? That was a horrible on? introduction. I'm What's right going now. on? So he's he's uh, apparently my apparently my twin. No, he is your twin. Like uh, for, for sure, for sure. We both wear glasses. We're both African American. Yeah, just one has longer hair than the other. And apparently, in America in 2017, that qualifies as twin. So yes. um, <laughs> I'm introducing my twin here. Um, avid hip hop listener, fan. Yep. I mean. And we met him at a party of a really good guy. Yeah. Turns out he's a really good guy. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Brock. Yes. Great to be here. Awesome. Yeah. Great to have you. Uh, so we, we got a lot of stuff to get into today. So let's just go ahead and hop right in. Um, I think we've got, if I can find my mouse. I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> it's all good. Like, I, I would love for you guys to kind of understand how, how good of a guy Mr. Ben is, but how else to do it then? Let's talk about some damn tunes. Yeah, some tunage. Some tunes. <laughs> Let's go into the tunes. Some guys. tuners. <laughs> We're such fucking nerds. Great. Let's go into the tunes and talk about gangster rap. Let's talk about gangster rap. <laughs> so <talk>. gangster. <laughs> so gangster. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's just let's just dive in. Let's uh, start on Dave East. So Dave East came out with an album. It's called or not an album. Excuse me. It's a or an EP. It's a, it's like a pre. So the his fuck? album's coming out this year. Yes, it is. Hopefully. But, but like, what the fuck is is an the an album mixtape EP like? All this shit is being blurred. I know. It's it's kind it's of what, hard. like thirteen tracks. Yeah. I was like rappers drop albums that big. So yes. exactly. I don't even know. Yeah, Jay Z's four forty four was what ten? Yeah, it was exactly. ten tracks. So, so is that who knows? Um, but so this one dropped recently. I don't remember the exact date, but um, it's called Paranoia. And let's get let's let's get some overall feelings on that on the album. What you guys think? Let's let's. Let's talk about it. Are you guys paranoid? I mean, I'm a little bit paranoia, paranoia. Paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. No? Wrong? I mean, all right, never mind. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. For another show. Uh, no, I mean, so, so Dave East, in case people don't know who Dave East is. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave East is a rapper from... Oh shit! Duh. New York, Harlem. He's Harlem. from Harlem. Thank it's all Harlem you. today, man. He's from Harlem. <laughs> all right. Um, he's signed by the the great Nostradamus. Nazir. 
Nasir yep. Jones. Yep. Um, so, in my opinion, this dude better be great. If Nas is co-signing you, you better have bars. Bars. Uh, yeah. And he's he, he, he dropped some things here and there. Um, but this is really our first big, like, polished project from him. I mean, I, I feel like most of his, his projects that he's come out with before this, like uh, Black Rose, and I think those were somewhat pro- polished as well. Kyrie Chanel was polished as well. It was. I think this is just like, just us being getting ready for his album, and I think he just wanted, like everybody does nowadays, yeah. I'm going to drop a little teaser, yeah. and then I'm going to give you my album, like that shit. So, I mean, he's just falling in, live, in line with what's going on in the, in the, in the business right now, so... It dropped. Um, let's put Ben on the spot. What do you think? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I think this was one of those cases where I was like, I appreciate what you're doing. You know, I, I can see the effort, but it's just not grabbing me. Mm. And what, what was it about, about it that didn't grab you? You know, I, it, it's unfortunate, but it was like he was doing so many things, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of good, but this person did it better. Like sometimes mm. he was going hard okay. and I was like, oh yeah, except I'd kind of rather listen to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. That's kind of how you feel about drum. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's a, not kind of, that's exactly. a different podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> different episode. Different episode. <laughs> Special uh, double edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, so Dave East in general for me, uh-huh. um, whenever I see him in freestyles, you know, whenever I hear verses from him, I'm like, damn, this dude has bars, uh-huh. you know? Um, but then comes that magic moment when a rapper has to turn bars into into actual music and actual songs. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I can rap my ass off, but can I put a concept together? Can I make my voice match the beat and match the tone of what I'm trying to right. portray through this specific song? Mm-hmm. Um, and Davies, I think he hits that on some of these songs. Like, some of these songs, I feel like they do hit. Other ones are, like, not quite as tight as they should be. Um, Sorry, I, I'm moving around a lot. No, it's all good. <laughs> I, I feel like, just, just generally speaking, he he's kind of all over. He was kind of a little bit all over the place on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, there's, like, a few girl songs in there where he's, yeah. like... <laughs> You know, he's the pretty boy, so he's got to have those songs. You're like, okay, I get it. But how does that tie into being paranoid? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You know, I really I mean, got lost. In I mean, uh, in like the first few songs, like it totally flows. How it starts off with paranoia. You get this skit of like the dudes in the block who like act like they, they love you and they're all about it. Oh, my it. God, you're stealing my fucking you know? thoughts. And then, and then it goes into like some actual themes of like, okay, what's causing me to be paranoid? Great, cool, got it. And then it just kind of, just kind of feels like some throwaway songs kind of towards the end. That is exactly the way I was thinking about it. Just like some tracks, and you just grab the person. It's like, okay, let's let's do something. <laughs> but you, you know, it wasn't wasn't breaking any boundaries. Yeah, or like, like yeah. subject matter and things like that. No. But yeah. I, as I as you said, there were some there were some like flashes of of something more. Definitely, this is this is something worth checking out. Just because mm-hmm. there is something in there, and right. you know, like he hasn't been there out there that long, so you could be getting, you know, the first taste of something that might develop if you, right. if you can stick with Nas, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I w- I was gonna comment on that too. So there's a couple of things with this. Like, um, 
I overall, I was, I was appreciative of the, of the project, right? Like everyone always, we always shame all these other rappers for not giving us bars. But when someone does give us bars, we're like, eh, you're not that good though. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, that's you what I was, thinking, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. So I had to, I, I, at first listen, I was like, this is kind of boring. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, it's, it's kind of, but I actually listened to it a couple of times and I was like, you know what? Let me try and like pull away this veil of, um, prejudgment and just listen to the music for what it is. And I actually appreciated it a lot more doing that. However, I do have a couple of critiques. It's the exact same ones that you guys were saying. It's the one where he's got the skit and it's coming out like, like first listen, you're listening to that first Jeezy song, Paranoia, and then you go into the skit. Which is hard, by the way. Fucking right. Paranoia is hard. It's a hard, it's a great song. The first, the first song, that first skit, and then the, the Hated featuring Nas, which is not a real fucking feature. I hate when dudes do that. Isn't yeah. that the worst? I was like, what is this, like a Birdman feature? Like, <laughs> that, yes. I don't even introduction. It's like, coming soon, music. Just hold on. Like, what the fuck? It's your boy Nas. It's your boy Nas. Don't let him hate you. Done. That's my feature. Give me 10 racks. Right, exactly. Like, Where's my check? I mean, 20 racks or whatever the fuck. You know, he, he's probably getting 50,000. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Everything but, in the middle was nice. Exactly. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying is that like he's got this like it starts off so solid and so good. And then he hits you with that fucking jazzy interlude. And I'm like, the fuck is this shit? Fucking you is on. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like that house. That's that's not for the girls. That's for you. And and that next song with Chris Brown on it, how he says, girl, you're perfect. I like the way your body and your tits or whatever. Can you do that on a dick? And I'm like, yo, bro. Like, <laughs> Like, bruh, like, I mean, Chris Brown, hey, you, hey. you already got some problems all over the place. And then you're going to talk to me like this. Like, I can't even listen to you doing this. But that the, hook is, is good. Yeah, the hook's dope. The, the melody of it is good. The whole, that, that song is good. But that's the thing about this, this album. It's super New York, or excuse me, not album, but whatever project. Um, it's super New York. It's super, like, just all over the place. I, and the way it started off, I hope that um, that transfers over to his album because that's what I want. Those first four songs or yeah. first three, whatever. Yeah, I mean, is. and even, you know, like Found a Way <laughs> was dope. <laughs> I even like Found a Way, you know, and it's like. I didn't where, really like that song. Where, where he's, fo- well, I mean, I, 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 so <laughs> one thing I, I speak about about New York guys that I'm I'm glad that Davies has this in his, in his repertoire mm-hmm. is storytelling. Who the fuck tells stories in rap anymore? Nobody. And that's why I said we got to look at him from a different lens because we got to make sure that we're like just letting him know that we appreciate it. Even because we're ripping his fucking shit to part oh, right yeah. now. The, the, no. the hated, the hated was one with a real story. Exactly. Yes. And yes. It, this is like real life experiences. And it's not even told to the story of like, you know, the, the big drug kingpin thing that we usually hear. He's telling stories about what he's seen on the block. And right. Like, mm-hmm. And some guys that his mother knew. Gotcha. So it was just great storytelling. Right. He's yeah. really good at that. I think it's. I think he's really good at that. For sure. And it's that's a New York thing. I mean, niggas from New York tell stories. Yep. Yeah. They got that swag. Uh, Speaking of swag. Oh, here we go. Swag. New York swag. <laughs> New York swag. Yeah. New York swag. Uh, let's talk about that. ASAP Ferg. 
ASAP Ferg. Still striving. So that came out as well. I want to say that came out about the same. Same day, I think. Yeah, same Pretty day. Sure dropped same day. No, yeah. They, yeah, it was both on Friday last week. Last I think. week, yeah. Um, so that came out, and this is a, a mixtape? Oh, my God. It is a mixtape. It is it's a mixtape. Mix okay. Thank God it's a mixtape. So okay. <laughs> I, I have to say this, because when I first listened to it, um, the first ASAP Ferg uh, album, uh, Trap Lord. Yes. Yeah. It was, I didn't know who the fuck ASAP Ferg was. I heard the work remix and I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking banger. And I listened to Trap Lord and I was like, whoa, this is so different. Like, this is New York music. Like, it was just, it sounded kind of like some down south stuff. Um, but then, like, Ferg kind of put his own twist on it and he was, he brought in Bone Thugs. Like, he was showing love and there was some, like, versatility on the first record. I was like, okay, this is, this is dope. He's kind of painting this picture. It's like, super hood but then it's still like it's it's like pretty hood uh, with the beats and his flows and such uh and then the second album came out and i was just like oh my god did not like for a second album no i didn't either. did not like it i felt like it, it was just extremely i can't even remember the name of it it was that for, for forgettable for me um and then i heard this one and i'm like oh shit here we go again the songs are good, the beats are good, but there's a fucking feature on every song. This is not a Ferg album. And then after I listened to it, I saw an interview he did, and he's like, oh, it's just a mixtape. My album's coming out this year. And I was like, okay. <laughs> What's going on? I don't hate it now, because I have context. I know it's not like a perfect, I'm trying to paint this perfect mm -hmm. picture for you. It's just It's a mixtape, here's some songs you can have. And if it's just some songs I can have before the album, I thank him for those songs. Yeah, I think because he said that. He said that, um, oh, it was Always Strive and Prosper was his second album. But anyway, um, but he said that. He said that um, He said that the mixtape was basically what he, he went. He went away for a while because he was um, really I, I would have gone off. away too after that second album. Yeah, he was album. pissed off with the music industry. Yeah. He was like, I needed like detox. And then he came back and he was like, I just wanted to make music the way that we used to make music where everybody goes into the studio. So he's like, what I did is I just invited a bunch of my friends. We went to the studio and we fucking made some music and that's what this is. So I like, I like the project for what it is then. This was an album. Of course I would hate it um, because it, it doesn't stand up to what trap Lord is. Um, but I mean, listening to this album, I was just like, Ferg is so versatile. Ferg has several different freaking uh uh freaking personalities. Like he can he can go from being with these kids and doing what they do. Kids, what kids? These kids like, you know, Cardi and fucking Yachty. famous decks. There you go. Right? And and yeah, all drop, the, drop some names, yo. Who are you talking about? I mean, Yachty. Okay, you know what I mean? Great. These yeah, kids. Yeah, like yeah, he can yeah. do what they do. Yeah, yeah. Um the same or even yeah. better. But also, towards the end of the uh, the tape, you get one one that's like a boom bapish type of beat. Hell yeah! And you get him actually spitting some bars. So he's very versatile. Yep. And people, I think people are a lot of people are sleeping on the fact that this guy's a lyricist. Yeah. He's got some shit up and up his sleeve. And I'm just gonna put this out here right now, so I don't take up the whole time on us talking about this this album. Mattress is my favorite on the type on the whole thing. I could not agree with that. No. All right. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I was like, this is such a lazy song. I, I don't even think there's much lyrics in it. It's just what? like, isn't it? 
Is that the one? It's like chorus. Little mattress. Oh no, no, I'm thinking about the wrong track. Okay, good. But I still don't like the mattress. Oh, he just hated on me. He tried. He he pulled me in, and then he fucking ripped my heart out again. Nah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't absolutely hate it, but I just didn't think it was that great. I think you might have liked the the track that I liked. It was like Nando's. Nando's is good. Yeah, Nando's. It's produced by Kirk Knight. Do you guys know what Nando's is? Yes. It's it, it's a chicken restaurant, right? In Nando's in Peri London. Peri. Yes, yes. Yeah. Nando's Perry Perry. That's what he's talking about. Yes, he's talking about eating at Nando's. Hmm. And he wrote it on the PJ. Yeah. While eating Nando's. While eating Nando's. But yeah, but um, if you guys haven't listened to this so- this album or this song, or both of those songs, <laughs> do yourself a favor so you guys can follow along. But yeah, so so you liked Nando's? That was your favorite track? Or? Yeah. There, okay. Uh, there, there's some, there's some lines in that. Yeah, there's some good lines. It's, it's, it's really, it's really good. What do you guys think about the start? The start of the album. Yeah, trapped in uh, a dream, featuring with, uh, Meek Mill. Meek Millie. Yo, I mean, so, it's uh, the energy though. That's, I think starting it off with the energy and like kind of pointing, how, like this is how the album's gonna go because uh-huh. the album is all energy. Yes. And the energy king is Meek, so I think that's what. It, What's happening? So yes, Ferg for me, even with the whole Trap Lord album, what I liked about it was like the the tone that it set more than anything he said. I guess. I mean, he uh-huh. he, he does have some lyrics, like even on Trap Lord, where he was talking about like Cocaine Castle. You know, he was kind of describing like the impact of cocaine on not just his community, but even like the impact it had on like the white community too. Right. You know painting a bigger picture of, you know, crack coke, blah, 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 and families, broken families. It, it, it was dope. Mm-hmm. But then he can also have those songs that are just, like, goofy and flamboyant and just fun because of the energy. Gotcha. Um, and that's, like, the intro. Like, it's like, well, fucking Meek Mill, hell yeah. Uh, I'm not a Meek Mill fan by any means. Mm-hmm. His voice is annoying as shit to me. <laughs> but when he's on a feature, that we're, like, the whole point, of it is energy, then I can get with it for the energy. Um, it's like I can't even. It's, it's like I gotta fucking go to genius for what the fuck Meek is saying. Cause it's, <laughs> it's like, dude, just fucking. I can understand Meek, but I don't remember any of his lines. You know, yeah. so don't quote me. I like Meek, but I actually think he was not necessary in that first track. You don't think he was necessary? He no. wasn't. It's a it's a good song, but we like, are gonna welcome you back. This is interesting. <laughs> me comes in and he's got that high voice. And he's like, and right, like, right, right, right. You know what? That doesn't. It didn't totally fit with the way things were going. So hmm. that that was funny to me because I was like, oh, me, you know, mm-hmm. old dream chaser. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but that's that's why. I, but I thought he did fit. I thought he fit because he's trying to make sure that he sets the tone, and everyone knows. Meek as this yelling at you, I got the energy, I'm going to make you turn up. I think it thing. was a different kind of energy. If you oh, listen okay. to like, wasn't it a track with uh, Migos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was closer to the energy that, that was on that, it. That you, oh, okay. Yeah. So, the ener- so that one was just throwing you off from the, okay, you know what? Now that you say that in comparison, I, I get where you're coming from. So was that, is, is, is that, is that a knock at Meek then? Like, are, are you falling off of Meek? Nah, Meek didn't fall off. It's just he was throwing on a song that didn't need to be. He didn't yeah. need to be on. I mean, it it really it drew drew my attention, even me. Right, right, I was like, right. man, I love Meek. But then I was listening to it over again. And I was like, that's funny. 
this actually doesn't need Meek. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's a very that I think that's a very interesting and unique point of point of view. I like that. Uh, is there anything else that you guys had on the on this album? I, think I, I have had, something that I got to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The subject matter gets pretty repetitive. Oh yeah, and the oh, energy yeah. is there, so you have fun. But on some of the songs that you love the most and the least, they're talking about a lot of the same things. Oh yeah, it's like it's almost my like, belt is this. It, it's very surface. Yeah, it's very surface. Like, and and I think that was partially why I was so critical and I thought it was an album because I was like. <laughs> the fuck dude are you just this what you're giving me you know um but if it's just a group of songs for me to listen to and then forget about you know in six months like and maybe revisit a few Mm -hmm. it changes my it changes my thoughts on it but you're right it was not a deep i mean again compared to trap lord like it there there weren't really any deep concepts on here it was just very basic materialistic you know how many bitches are licking on my dick you know what i'm saying like it's it's uh, oh my god I have to I have to talk about Playboy Cardi's fucking <laughs> verse <laughs> bitch look at my clip uh uh yeah uh yeah bitch look at my dick like nah nah bruh so like, how does that how does that like what is that so I don't so allow me to to reintroduce myself my, my name, name is, is old my name is old um, <laughs> uh, hey, my name is ours so so we just fucking I'm missed sorry. our high five too it's all good we're hella so, old <laughs> so, so every so all the fucking young kid features on this shit to me were absolutely garbage uh-huh. i'm sorry whether it's famous dex playboy cardi who else was on this bitch little yachty, little yachty. like there was a song that had what famous dex cardi and somebody else on this i couldn't tell you who was who except ex- no i couldn't either because i don't ex- listen to them except I'm, I'm starting a little better so cardi is the was the one that doesn't rap Cardi's like all ad libs. She's like, yeah, yeah, bitch. So I got my clip. Uh, yeah, then. So I got my. It's like there's more ad libs than our fucking raps. But but you want to know? But, but you know what happened in that song? He said the same thing right after each other like three times, which is like just, ugh, it just sucks. Just like I don't. I just don't understand why Ferg allowed him to do that. Like, but he's but part it, of ASAP. Ah, get get the fuck out of here with that. Moving on, what are we gonna do? What's next? Because I don't, I don't, I I can't anymore with this this. Well, Ben, thing. what's what's your favorite hip hop album? Uh, that that's a hard question for me. Is it? Yeah. Is it really? And and sometimes like the last one that you really loved kind of overshadows a lot. Like I've been thinking about Damn a lot. Yeah. Because it's a damn good album. Damn, it is. Yes. Um, but just, just going with my first thought for long term, it would probably be because of the internet. Whoa! Childish know, Gambino. Right? So of, of, of all The time. man who got his name from a Wu-Tang Clan name generator. Hell yeah! That man's a genius. So, I didn't know that much about Childish Gambino. She actually... Sent me this video. Uh, what was that song from Freaks Camp? And Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. She sent me Freaks and Geeks, where he's just like spazzing, and I was like, "If you guys don't know what that is, do your googles." Yeah, do your googles. And I was like, "Isn't that that actor dude? That like <laughs> that like comedy guy? What the fuck's Isn't he doing? Danny rapping? Glover? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Uh, but yeah, I re- I remember because the internet. Um, 
Remember, I think we were talking about the last episode how like certain albums, like I listen to them again, I like yeah. get a flashback of where I was mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember because the internet being at your apartment in Oakland, hey. um, playing Oakland, and um, I'm, or, I'm sorry, Telegraph Ave. Sorry, yeah. it's not Oakland. It's called Telegraph Ave. Um, and your sound system in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I just remember that, and that, that, that was the one of the first memories apartment? that came to my head. Yeah. When I came to visit oh, you. Oh, shit. When I came to visit you. Yeah, see? And Yo. now you remember. That, that, that. The one where I lived in, like, the back house? Yes, where you had Yo, your... Yo, I had my When own. I was there for Christmas. Oh, that's crazy. Sorry, memory lane. Memory lane. Yo. But, but that's the memory that I have when I think of that uh-huh. album. Um, and I went back to, I went back and listened to it uh, recently. And I was like, shit. I had, I had a couple things that hit me. Number right, one. Cool. Number one. I didn't skip any songs. Mm. I remember going back and being like, damn, I, I like I fuck with every single song on here. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I didn't realize how much he sang on it. Mm-hmm. Like after hearing the new record and he's singing over the whole shit, I realized like, oh shit, he 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 told us that's who he was already. I just wasn't paying attention. I yeah. was late. I was definitely late. <laughs> yeah. So how did this become your favorite album? Uh, you know, nothing nothing special. I wasn't even like listening to childish all that much at the time mm-hmm. but i think i was just like coming off of Jesus, and i i saw it hit and i was like you know what i, I like this guy yeah i was like mm-hmm. i agree with what he's doing in life <laughs> right 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 <laughs> and i just started listening to it and it's, it's just such a weird little travel like mm-hmm. i mean some of it you can't totally relate to he's talking about like being in this big crib and like all these new friends and stuff and i was like well I'm poor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, this, this crossover, like of people trying to impress other people on the internet and just mm-hmm. like going through this, this stuff where you have things like, you know what you should be doing in life, but you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. It, was, it all just connected. I was like, oh yeah, I see where his head's at. I, I get it. Yeah. I feel you on that too. Like, I think, um, after listening to it again, um, cause I, I listened to it once, but I wasn't like all the way into it. Like it had great songs on it. Like I loved pink toes. Like, well, that was one of my favorite songs. I mean, and of course like the bigger, um, cuts from it, like uh 3005 and, uh, what's that other one? Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Thank you. Um, like those ones like were really good. But the one thing that I've remembered now from, from taking a look back and listening to it is that this motherfucker was trying to warn us of some shit too. And like, in regards to like, because of the internet, like that world star song is a little bit deeper than the surface of what it is. And it's just like, not warn us, but like, tell us like, you know, the internet's fucking fucked up. You know what I mean? where we're going. Exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I like, I realized also listening to the album. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the album was originally, um, it came with like a, a screenplay. And so he, he, he wasn't actually, and so it's, it's not a personal album. Mm. The themes and the messages on the album, he's portraying through a character mm-hmm. who's like a drug dealer whose dad is rich, but then he left because he wanted to sell drugs, yada, yada, yada. It was like a, it was like he was telling a story through the album. How am I supposed to know that? Was I supposed to know that? I, I mean, didn't know if, that. If, if you purchased a copy of the al- physical album, it actually came oh. with the screenplay. Well, who, but who does that nobody anymore? does. And that's why I didn't think it was, I don't think like, I, 
I feel like it kind of diminished the impact of the album because of that. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a personal, like Gambino album. It was this character that he was, cre- he created, yeah. uh, and com- it was that album. Come on, let's 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 be real though. Yeah. Like, what rapper is not working with a character? Mm. No, true. Talk about it. True, true. But the character is not that rapper. So he's not saying like Childish Gambino. This is the persona that I'm. You know, I'm putting forth on this album. It's like Childish Gambino, the artist, is playing this character on this album, which was like an extra step removed from reality, even more. Because then I'm you, lost. Well, no, because it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you liked it until you started reading more. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I like the songs, but then when you start to dive into like. And, 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 and that was one of the things. No, no, no. This is one of the things. It was like I, I didn't. I still don't get it. Like even the way it's organized. Like the one, two, three, four. One, two. It's like I don't understand how the shit's broken up. I don't have. Well, a now that you say that, now me. that you say like, there was it doesn't a make sense. Play. Now that you say there was a screenplay, it does make sense because there's like certain acts or whatever yes, that are available. Exactly. Yeah. But even if he didn't do that, like Kid Cudi did that to his album. He had acts that were with within his album as well. That was so. about him. That was about that crazy motherfucker. And but at the same knew time, that was about that at crazy the same time, motherfucker. I, I think I agree with Ben. Like I, I understand when he's trying, where he's getting at, and where he's coming at you from. And I think he's just gonna cut off your head right now. <laughs> That's so. fine. I did not like. I, I, I really enjoyed the album. It's just that no, for sure that after reading changed that, it for yeah, me for sure. because. I mean, sometimes I, I, I get like I, I watch a music video and I like, case in point. I hated that little Yachty Macklemore song. And then I watched the video and I thought it was the cutest thing ever. And I was like, I can tolerate this song. This song fucking sucks. Tolerate. This song tolerate. sucks. No, I'm not saying I like tolerate. This song sucks. But that's what and I'm saying. Fuck Macklemore anyway. for trying to jump on that boat too. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, back to Gambino. Um, I guess for me, what, what puts music over the edge for me, even when we were talking about like the Davies thing with the storytelling and you even made the comment too about, you know, it's a story about his hood and like people that his mom knew. Right. Like the personal Poor. aspect of it <laughs> is what adds to the enjoyment for me personally. You know, okay. I'm not having nobody else's opinion, mine, right? Like, so it, it, it's, it's, so when there's, what someone feels in the, it's a personal and I can relate to that person, it, it adds to it for me. Um, but not everybody does that. Not everybody, that's fine. you know what I mean? And so they don't get those extra credit points. But, but, but that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's fine. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Like, in, in, no I, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> no emojis for you. You get a check. No check plus. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, I still liked it. It's just, yeah, 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 you know. It makes it weirder. It, no, you know, it's uh, different. I say, take it back to what you, your initial thought about, like, how Oakland made you feel. And I, mm-hmm. I think that that's what you should take from it, you know, mm-hmm. just like he's, he's telling the story about, you know, somebody feeling a certain way. Right. You know, just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing I was going to say about that album is that it was way too fucking long. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's an experience. It is. But it was way too fucking long. That's all I was going to say. It was like 70,000. Like, I'm not. That's it. But. Okay, so that's the net, that's the negative I'm gonna put. So I'm gonna put a positive on it. It actually made me realize where he was going because this is the one thing that he released before he released "Awaken My Love," right? Yes. Well, you no, can, he no. had a he had a tape in between. Yeah, the palisades. That was like the 
it was a clear set where you could kind of see where he was going with that mixtape. It was kind of a two-parter. I think that's a Stone Mountain Kawhi one. Yes, Kawhi. Stone Mountain yeah. Kawhi. You're right. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was like that's the one that had the pile like sides on it, yeah. whatever the fuck that song is called no, that it, I love. It had the video that's fucking crazy where he's like. Um, that's the one I like. The, yeah, the crazy video where he's like, uh, "Fuck, what the fuck is that song?" Where he's googling, he's, he's hitting on that Googling. chick in the in like the burger joint, and she's waiting for her food. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit! Don't worry, we've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Sober. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, Obviously, and it's <laughs> off the stone. I mean, it's what he said already. Stone Mountain. Slash Kawhi. Yep. And it does have one of my favorite songs, Palisades, on there. That's one of my songs. Anyway. Um, yeah, Mina's dope. But it was too long. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, it was, it was, it was a good. That's I mean, what she said. Hey, oh. Come get this dick. <laughs> anyway. Um, what's, what else? I mean. Fuck, let's 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 let's, inter- let's 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 get a little bit more information about Ben though. Yeah. Uh hey Ben. Yeah. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. Don't Do answer. you think that the best rapper alive can have a ghostwriter? No. Good job. You have passed the test. You can you have passed go. <laughs> What? You can uh, collect two hundred dollars. Is this like the hip hop purity test? Like the- <laughs> it's hip hop monopoly. Hip hop anonymous? No. Hip hop. To be clear in the culture, you must answer yes or no to this question. Yeah. Red and why do you think pit. that? Jeez, uh, I mean, it it depends. There there are different ideas about like what what hip hop like how hip hop can be presented mm-hmm. like essentially is like performance art like did puffy does this i'm sorry i can't no go ahead go ahead <laughs> but he he openly like talks about the uh ghost riders that he has right and he gets out there and he puts on a show mm-hmm. yeah. like he's he's put out a lot of good songs because you know he had good writers behind it but you know he's not he's not the rapper exactly. he's not the best rapper he never has been and we go to those people that write just a ridiculous amount of things. Those are the tastemakers. Those mm-hmm. are the people that are setting like the direction of where things are going. And mm-hmm. to be the best, you have to be the one creating things. There you go. Okay. And, that, but, and, that, and that's where you get the separation of best rapper or best entertainer. So do you think, should I, should I say it? I mean, why? Why do you think hip hop is is different? Because I know in 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 R and B or in pop, people write songs people all the time. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's it's. Whitney Houston wasn't a songwriter. She's still considered one of the best voices and ever, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on what you're talking about. Uh, jeez. Uh, if you are a rapper that isn't talking about anything that's deeply personal or like 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 that if you think about a song like a uh, Macklemore's thrift shop mm-hmm. if somebody told you that he didn't write that it's not like it would drastically change your view of him right because it's not about him per se yeah but you know so many other rappers jay-z uh, 
If yeah. some if someone told me Jay Z had a fucking ghostwriter, I'd slit my throat. I mean, who like I guess to I'm Ben's kidding, point here. You know I mean? Let's say it comes out that Tupac had a ghostwriter for like, hey mama. That would that that would that would fuck your life up, wouldn't that, it? That would hurt. That would, that would hurt. That would really hurt. That would be that would be the worst. You'd be like, well, whose mama is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that that's that's crazy. Do you uh, another question though for you? You got a top five off the top of your head or not? That's uh, hard. But. I don't have one off the top of my head, but I'll, I'll try. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, number one would be Nas. Hey, Nas one. Okay. Nas, okay. Nas the best. Uh, and then let me just fill it out. Uh, Dead or alive? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um. I gotta put Ghostface on there. Hey, okay. that's and another good one. I gotta yeah. put Jada Kiss on there. Ooh, another good one. Heavily East Coast. <laughs> no, that's horrible. Don't ever do that again in your life, Cedric. It's, it's fucking Jada. No, that's not Jada Kiss. That was a horrible, <laughs> horrible rendition. Anyway. Okay, let me. Jeez, man, that's hard. That's hard. It is oh, hard. I, I have to throw Kendrick on there just because okay. he's. Hey, goat. He kills it. Kills it all the time. But I got four down. So. You, you got one more slot one to go. More. Again, this is on the spot. On it's the spot. not solidified. Like, I my, my top five changes all the time, so. Okay. Uh, I'll have to throw Ra- Raekwon on there. Wow, good shit. So he's he's a big Wu fan. That's what it sounds <laughs> I like. I know it sounds like that, but I've noticed. It's are, a lot are you from New York? No. Nah. Chi-Town. Oh. Hey, Chi-Town. Chi-Town born. All right. We, we, uh, oh, man, I didn't even say Andre. No. Nope. It's okay. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. That's, that's very interesting. Let, let's, yeah. let's dig into that. Okay. Uh, Andre, do you think Andre deserves to be in the top five? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, he's yet to release a solo project. And Does that matter for you? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't okay. matter. Why? Because everything that he does is so good. Everything that he touches. What would you say, like, like even from, from his features to his, his projects, would you say that that's enough for him to be quali- uh, qualified to get into that GOAT spot? Yeah. Yeah? yeah I, I do. I do. And honestly, like, when he's working with Big Boy, he, he puts out his best stuff. He, right. He works well with other people. And part of it is, like, his competitiveness. It pushes mm-hmm. him his own level up so there's a chance he could put out like three solo albums and they would be like not that great right right. but the fact that when he's on it that he can do at that level it's like it's rap you know another question for you then um what do you think about so have you heard about what he said um via complex like he's he's too old to try and do that solo album or not even solo like put out music anymore he's he's his skill has diminished since he's gotten older. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I, I heard about that. And um, I don't believe it that much. I think that part of it is he doesn't have the same drive and he finds himself being more vulnerable. Because anytime you're on top, anyone can come at you and look better. Like if, if Andre 3000 has a, has a bad day and somebody looks better than him, they look so much better. But right. to him, it's like, wow, I just like, 
lost some of the polish off my, you know, veneer. I think, but I, th- my thing is, is I like with what you just said, I think it could be that maybe he understands that he's not as good on his own versus being with someone else or being inspired by somebody else. Because all we've heard from him, we've never heard anything solo from him except for the love below. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And, That's and, it. And, and so if... And the Love Below was a sing-songy album. It was all about women and girls and love and all that shit, right? I mean, yeah, for the most part. And to be honest, I haven't gone back and listened to Love Me Below either. in a while. Me either. It's probably been like five years since I listened to that shit. I like That's to like, listen I, to Speaker Box more. I, I, you know what? I definitely, I definitely enjoy Speaker Box more. So definitely that, did. When I was in high school and then she came out, speaker box. Well, that's what. Speaker box. Yes. But that's what I was going to say is that I think his theory, his theory. Yes. But we used to play that shit on repeat and just freestyle on the way to Taco Bell. All right. Hip hop memories. I tell you, certain songs bring back memories, bro. I know. This is crazy. But I think. I'm going to not steal, but piggyback on his theory here. I'm going to make a theory of it is that I think the reason why it's fine. Don't worry about that. Um, We're drinking and fucking coasters fall on the floor all the time. Um, No, but I think that also shows our age because we got coasters. (laughs) But no, but I think that theory uh, shows is it's it's a theory now because I think he is insecure about his 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 um, ability to perform solo. Whereas, I don't think he would say Big Boy can't do it because Big Boy put out put out Boomiverse, which was a, a phenomenal project for good. somebody yeah. at that stage in their you know their life. Especially Jay Z just put out a phenomenal tra- tra- uh, project. He wouldn't say that about these two people. I would assume because these two people are actually performing at that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the way it is, whenever you're up there. People are going to attack you for the thing that you're vulnerable with. So you look at like Jordan, you're like, yeah, he wouldn't be that great without Pippin. Right. You look at Kanye, he's like, well, he wouldn't be there without samples. Mm. And Cuddy, you know, whatever. Travis Scott, you know, several different people, but go ahead. I'm Sorry. just saying, like, <laughs> people know what your secret, they, they figure out what your secret sauce is. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, well, if they didn't have that, they'd be at my level. And it's like, sure. But then, I mean, are you willing to get up what makes you amazing? Like, there's so many rappers that could say, like, man, I rap as good as Drake. But let's say that we took away all your awesome producers that you had. Right. Like, there, there's some, some rappers that we know, we know for a fact that if they didn't have these great relationships with certain producers, they would be putting out garbage. Yep. That makes sense. But, yeah, but that, I feel like that's a 2017 argument. Like, no, it's always been true. Dude, how... You one you said you're Some number one. Think, your number one rapper is who? Nas. Yeah. What is the stereotype with Nas that everyone in hip hop gives Nas shit for? Nas picks whack beats, right? <laughs> People have been saying that shit since the beginning of the beginning. I love Nas. Um, one of the first I'm not albums. Fr- uh, one of the, I'm, no, no. One of the first albums I ever had was it was written. No, I could damn near spit that whole album from beginning to end. I love Nas, and I don't necessarily agree a hundred percent with the he picks Betty. He doesn't pick like pop beats all the time, which is fine. Um, but you know, like you said, people will attack anyone for any little thing, and that's how they attack net, attack Nas. Um, but it's like Nas had how many solo projects? Like how, you had how many 
chances to know who Nas is. You know, he has so many chances to learn like how Nas grew and changed through his own eyes, from his own mouth, um, and his own vision, like realized. Um, I feel like I can't put Andre in that top five for me because I don't know enough about his his vision. You know, I you don't only know, know what, his vision when it involves someone else, right? Which is, it, but it's still phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It really is. But again, this goes back to my own personal shit about the personalizing piece of the music and of the art. Like, I want to know who Andre. you are. Yeah, yeah. got gotcha. you. Know, I understand. I understand that argument. The thing that I think is different about Andre is that we've heard him talk about everything. Like, mm. his, his life's been an open book. So, you know, I can kind of imagine what the solo project would be, and I know I'd probably end up disappointed if it actually happened, yeah. but I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Right. But, I feel but, like- but it's, again, it's, it's, it's a if. It's yeah. a, I'm thinking, I'm, I've, you know, I think I would, but you don't have it. So it's like... It's like, oh my God, that man, if, if I won the lottery, bro, here's what I would do with the money. I would quit my job tomorrow. No, no, no. You know what? I would I would still go to work when I want to and I would do this. It's like, but it didn't happen yet. You didn't win the lottery. You don't have that money. You ain't got that check. You getting up tomorrow, you going to work. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's how yeah. it works. So yeah. we don't have that Andre album. So we can speculate all we want, but we don't know. Kickstarter. Hey. <laughs> that boy don't need no money but, but if he's all support He might do it You're right We'll see I don't well, know I don't know <laughs> Alright well moving on To some more topics here uh, Let's talk about some shit That's been happening In the, in the hip hop culture recently um, Recently Joey Badass <laughs> uh, became a Joey dumbass, oh. <laughs> and, that, and and oh, and that's and that's saying a lot for me because I love this guy. But um, I think I think he kind of I think he's trying to spin it as he plays that played us. But to be honest, from a from a regular fan ass point of view, like don't nobody know what the fuck is going on with this nigga right now. Just, what happened? Just, so uh, apparently, this motherfucker tweeted out and said, "Yo, I look straight into the goddamn eclipse, the solar eclipse." <laughs> and then he had to cancel some goddamn shows like a couple, like a day later. I think he canceled like three shows or some three shit. Three shows, yeah. Like and the one he, thing you shouldn't do. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like a lot of people, like we all know, you ain't supposed to stare up into that motherfucker. Even our dumbass president did that shit. <laughs> yeah. Do Do you, you want to be? In the same sentence of Vicky. Oh, yeah, Trump did that. Me too. As well as Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. The motherfucker that needs his eyes to catch a goddamn ball <laughs> with one hand. Like, you want to still have them one hand type of pull ins. Nigga, don't stare at that goddamn sun. But you want to do that shit and be dumb, so whatever. But um, apparently, it didn't seem like Joey Badass did it. The tweets and the videos that have come out are pretty fucking confusing to me. But the last one that he sent out was funny to me. Yeah, I don't the, know what you're saying. the last shit was funny. He he like comes out. He he tweeted after this whole tweet storm came up about uh, him being blind. Now that's why he cut his shows. Uh, he he tweeted out calmly and collectively with these big ass fucking shades on, and just played a joke. That looked like he needed like some type of colorization. With looked like he just got LASIK eye. surgery yeah. or some shit. Right? <laughs> and like it was like protective coating so that like his retinas wouldn't burn out or something. It was just some cool ass glasses. Yeah, those were some cool ass shit I can't afford. And then, I mean, he said he was like blind to the bullshit. 
forever. Great. Ha ha, he got us. He got us, guys. Still confused and still think that nigga burned his retina. So you know what that means, kids? <laughs> it's okay to look into the sun. His ancestors I'm doing it did tomorrow. It. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that was one thing. What what else did we? What else are we looking at? Um, R. Kelly's still fucking minors. Oh God, R. Kelly, man. Yo, what's up with your boy? This is your Chicago native, yeah, Chicago. bro. Is this what y'all Chicago dudes be on? Hey, this is the only time we don't claim <laughs> Chicago's when it comes to R. Kelly. Hey, no. <laughs> this dude's got so much talent. It's ridiculous. And always fucking up. He's got and he's got so much talent and so much fucking mental health issues. Like the fuck is this nigga doing? I mean, never mind. Not even him. So like, I mean, and I'm not even gonna start with him. I feel like a lot of times it's not just like R. Kelly. It's people have these type of inclinations anyway. But when you get money and power and you're able to actually follow through with shit, yeah. then all of a sudden you become a monster. Let's provide uh, context. So R. Kelly, if you guys don't know, long time ago, pissed on some like 15-year-old chick. It wasn't that long ago, motherfucker. I remember. I, I mean, long time ago, as in like oh, okay. 10 years or more than that. It, it was still distributed on a tape. Exactly. <laughs> it was a tape for everybody to see. It was, it, I mean, and then he got acquitted. <laughs> He was acquitted, VHS. even though everybody in the fucking universe knew that this nigga peed on this chick. Yo, wait, and then I'm also... I'm sorry, two seconds. How bad did it have to be back in the day if your shit leaked on a tape? And like, everybody got that VHS like, though, bro. Like, VHS came out. Like, like nowadays, no, it was everybody... Yes, quality. It was yes. No, it's like everybody now has a cell phone, if y'all don't so know anything what, can happen. Right. And you can pop out your phone. Oh, I got your dumb ass. This nigga got caught on a VHS. <laughs> a VHS tape is a videotape, like an actual fucking tape, like physical, History tangible lesson. tape this man, that you can hold in your hand. This, this shit got on the internet somehow, too. So, so, so you can try and Google that shit. So, You'll see so, it. And the reason why it's grainy is because it's VHS. But R. Go ahead, Kelly bro. timeline. Uh, he, he went to the store. Bought a blank VHS. Dude, this, we're diving. No, put, no we're I'm diving, sorry. I'm sorry. No, we're he diving put this too shit far in the camcorder, set it too, up, too hit far. record. The tape, the only recording of this shit, popped out of the VCR, uh, the fucking camcorder, and distributed itself over the internet. Too far. Yes. All I'm trying. It's, it's he incredible. has so many opportunities to be like, this is a bad idea. Oh man. So yes, that happened. And then apparently, people in the industry know that R. Kelly has had some weird fucking fetishes. Fetishes? <laughs> yes, you what? did that. Yeah, uh, it's drunk as just, just, just. Um, and then like now, there's like you know some shit coming out that he's got like a little cult of women that he tells to do whatever they want to do, or yep. not whatever they want, but whatever he whatever wants. He them to wants do. them to do. Yes. Um, and then finally, the latest um, break in the story is this chick. Comes out and says she signed like an NDA, non-disclosure agreement, saying that she won't say anything and she got a settlement and that she can get sued if she says anything. But she decides that she's going to talk out or not talk out, but speak out um, because this whole little cult thing where he's got like this farm of young girls. <laughs> he's breeding. <laughs> he's a he's farm, yo. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, this he's man like, is breeding them. They pop he's out He's breeding the them. He's teaching them. And that's what she's saying. She's like, he likes them young cause so he can train them. You, he's he's, he's pimping. You're, you're missing out on the, the, the juiciest part. Uh-oh. Here we go. I think. 
he started with this girl right after the end of the trial. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Talk That's about right. not learning a lesson. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. yes, and it's not even like there wasn't a lesson to be learned. Like I, I feel like he just got caught. Like or he 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 gave it to us. We just broke it down. He gave us the tape. Yeah. But it's 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 like how people don't believe that Bill Cosby did that shit. It's it's like you know we what I mean? don't have a VHS. No, we don't. Tape. I do we don't. not Bill want to Cosby see that tape. Dropping pills in someone's. Finn <laughs> <laughs> is like, keep me away from anything Bill Cosby. I don't want to see it. I don't want to listen. If, if the tape comes out, I'll take you at your word. You know, <laughs> like oh, come here. <laughs> 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 Would you like some Jello pudding? <laughs> it's a little powdery. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, uh, nah. But like, anyway, yes, but yes. So R. Kelly's a creep. Yes, he's a creep. And homegirl, I appreciate you speaking out. Hope you save some of that money for you speaking out because you gonna get sued. It's it's still it's always weird system. to me when people speak out to TMZ but not the police. That's always weird to me. Yo, it just always makes me think like, what? The fuck I don't are you think really it's. But to me, for? it's not weird because everybody wants some fucking fame. Everybody wants something. They want to be known for something, and this is gonna get her. This at the very least a book deal. Yeah, I mean she will make some money. If she's gonna get sued by R. Kelly, then she gonna have to find out some way to. What about cover. justice? Shoot, I mean, Nigga. what about justice? Nigga. She got, she got like the whole internet behind her now. She got the whole world in her. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Um, uh, what's next? Yeah, sorry. I mean, so, so actually, recently, we, we, we both had the opportunity of, oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. going to the damn tour. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just switch it around. You know, uh, uh, it's R. Kelly shit. And... Yeah, we got to go on to something else. Um, so, yes, we all, um, all of us. So, me and Cedric went to the damn tour, and we saw d- the damn tour with Drum and Travis Scott. However, Ben, he went, and he saw uh, the damn tour with Drum uh, and, and YG. Yes. So With Kendrick, obviously. If you don't know that, <laughs> turn off nigga, the podcast right now. They, they got to know by now. I mean, we're on 35 episodes already, my nigga. Like, they know that we're... This is you know you already know what time it is. So let's 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 talk about it. How did you feel about the the the, the concert? Like you know what's going on? Let's let's start with Ben. I mean, um, I never stopped being amazed by like the people that are at concerts. Mm. And you know, one thing is like Kendrick doesn't pull punches. Right. Like, if he feels some way, he will say. Party it. foul. Sorry. <laughs> Said you're dropping coasters again. Just put it on this. Still end up with like, you know, young people, suburban people and whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Drum kind of came out and he was like. (laughs) (laughs) Why people? But Drum comes out and it's like, let's get everyone out. Have a little fun. Right. Right. So that was, I mean, it was what it was. I don't really listen to him like that, but that's just my taste. Mm-hmm. But I was I was listening to a bit of YG. YG, man, like, Still Brazy is a great album. Yes. I look at that as just so yes. underappreciated. It was, yep. Yes. Oh, are you guys familiar with it? somebody named Mozzie? No. No. He's from SAC. All right, I'll ask you guys some. Never mind. <laughs> Derail. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, YG, man, like, He's he's just so consistent with like the quality of work. Mm-hmm. The only thing is like he's not a pop rapper. 
No, he's not. Like he's a, he's he's a true gangster rapper. He's a true West Coast artist. He's got that West Coast sound. He's not running away from it. He's he's not steering away from it. That's who he is. Yeah. So if if you're like me, like the transition from YG to Kendrick is just like so obvious. Though mm-hmm. there was this is one funny line that uh, YG has. I think he says, "I'm the only one from the West to make it without Dre." <laughs> that is that is. <laughs> That is a very dope and very honest line. Um, except I'm from Oakland and no niggas from Oakland ever made it or from the Bay really made it with, with Dre. So I think you meant to say nobody from Oakland ever made it. I'm too short. Too short. Two Cox spent a decent amount of time in Oakland. But he's yeah, you know, he's not from Oakland. No, Keith no. the Sneak just got shot off a bunch of times, you know. He's still alive Praise though. Too short, he's forty. He's from, from Vallejo. Vallejo. That's not. I'm just saying. From the Bay. Yeah. Without, but but it's, it's true. Like, there's a lot of people that came out of Oakland without. I mean, mainstream. Uh, if, if you not even uh, um, what you call it? Kalani is from Oakland. Souls of Mischief. Souls of Mischief from Oakland. Oh, I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Why you gotta interrupt <laughs> him like that though, bro? He's just talking <laughs> shit on Oakland. Hold on, bro. He ain't talking shit. Not he's it. not talking shit. On, no, but no. He's but saying like I'm the only right. one that made it out the West without Dre. Yeah, it's true. What it, he's it's he's talking line. about his his, his bubble of West. It's real which shit. Which means he's the only one that made it out of L.A. without Dre. It's, it's and it's real. That's it. And he came out. With, there's uh, plenty of people from the Bay that made I mean, it out. It Sage. Was, you know, it, I can go on and on. Oh shit! What's what's the white boy's name from Oakland? G Easy. G Easy's huge. huge. Oh, yeah, he yeah. made it out without Dre. He's huge. Wait, I think he just dropped something too. Yeah, he did. Um. Anyway, uh, do, we are tangenting like tangenting like a motherfucker. Um, and I just walked into your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, I got you started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get us started. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I know. I'll go for an hour. Nah, uh, so I can go, go ahead. But yeah, go. no, um, um, uh, and I totally forgot my point here. Um, a lot of people made it without. I mean, shit. What a game? game? No, game did not make it without Dre. No, I'm, I'm listening to people oh. who made it with Dre. Oh, mate, yeah, game. game. Fucking uh, Kendrick. Yes. And with Kendrick, actually, that propelled damn near the whole TDE. Yep. Um, because J Rock, J Rock was out before he was. He dropped like two was, albums before. But J was Dre wasn't fucking with him like that. Kendra came and that propelled TD. TD. But but Dre no? was. I thought Dre was involved in that. Was he? With TDE from the beginning? I could no, be wrong. Not from the beginning. No, no, no. It wasn't. It with was J Rock. I think I think Dre got involved before Good Kid, Mad City after Section Eighty. He did. Yeah, overly dedicated. He did. Yeah. No, no, no. Overly dedicated was before Section Eighty. Yeah. Um, it was said, between yes. Section 80 and Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Yes, oh, because they, yeah. they dropped promotional material like the recipe came out in between those two. Yeah. And it ended up being a bonus track on Good Kid, Mad City, but it wasn't like part of the, like, the album. You know I what don't mean? think you need that bonus track. <laughs> you don't. You don't. The, All right. I, the deluxe version of Good Kid, Mad City is not as good as just the regular version. Anyway, it's We're totally derailing. different... So, how did you feel about Kendrick's <laughs> performance? Yes. How did uh, everybody feel? Kendrick, Kendrick uh, is live. Man, uh, so crazy. He could just do so many songs. But, like, DNA shit. got people like... Shit. Nobody can sit. No, no, I mean, Kendrick steps out. Everyone's on their, their, their feet the, the feet, whole right. time. Whole and time. then Kendrick is one of those rappers that 
will stop rapping and everybody knows everything yep. in the song. I have to co-sign that 200%. The first Kendrick show I went to was um, a few months before he released Good Kid, Mad City. I, I, I was late to the Kendrick party. I'm not going to lie. But I went to this show at this shitty venue in Chicago. Lupe came out and was like, yo, Kendrick's the next thing. I do, but I fucking love it. (laughs) Everybody knew all the words to fucking Section 80. Every song that came on, the crowd was, and that was, that was before Good Kid Man City came out. So he has that core hip hop like fan base of people who just know his shit. And and just because you mentioned it, Section 80 is like the mixtape that, really ruins a lot of mixtapes that come along. You talk Yo. about not having a cohesive piece of work. Yeah. Mm. Every right. mix, every almost every mixtape he comes, he came out, uh, there was um, Overly de- Dedicated in Section 80. Both of those were cohesive projects. Both of them. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't, this motherfucker, so I, he can't be touched. I think technically TDE counts Section 80 as an album. They do. They try to. I, th- I think, yeah. I, I think he was in an interview talking about how he wanted to release it free. But Top Dog was like, nah, bro, they got to pay for this shit. And so they, they made them pay for Section 80. Um, so I think the Overly Dedicated is technically a mixtape, and Section 80 is technically an album. But it's like Good Kid, Mad City's his first major label, came out on Interscope, Promotion, Dre, yeah, Big okay. Lights, Flashing Lights. You know, that was his big thing. But, yeah. uh, but still, I mean, even, even Overly Dedicated was still a cohesive piece of work. Yeah. True. All right, so um, let's go through this lightning round. Uh, Cardi B, she was number one on the hip-hop charts and number three overall. How do you guys feel about that? Good, bad, whatever. Uh, I don't know. It seems, seems like something that might be passing to me. You know, okay. people, people hit, and then, I don't know, sometimes he just disappear. Okay, so you need to see her second hit to see if she's going to be here. Yeah. Gotcha. What about you? I don't really think it says so much about Cardi B as it does about the song. Okay. It's like she just caught one, you know? Yeah. And anybody, not anybody can catch one. And not to discredit her hustle or her grind, but it's like she's been going, 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 and she she hit one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, bro, you fucking won the lottery. But it's like, yeah, I want to hear that next one. I think that she um, has been working on her fan base uh, from before loving hip hop and now that she's got that you know i mean she's been trying to be a rapper for a while and i think uh her the genuine uh genuineness i'm just gonna say that because i'm not searching for the word right now uh i really want to say like genuine it's not generosity i would (laughs) go with authenticity thank you thank you thank you see Anyway, her authenticity and the fact that she is who she is has gotten her to this spot. And I think that she has not changed who she is. I mean, she she may not be like the top motherfucking rapper. Like she may not have the most bars, but she's got that charisma on the mic. She's got yeah. that, that swag and she's got that authenticity. And I think that's what makes her uh, a, somebody to watch out for. And somebody Females who's... feel it. <laughs> I think everyone feels it. Dude, did you see the fucking not just female. video? Did, did you yes, see yes, I saw that. She was but like... I, but I, that's all I'm saying. This is supposed to be a uh, lightning round, but... <laughs> 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 but, 
No, but uh, yeah. What, I lightning can't strike twice? What? Hey, no. Uh, but anyway, oh. I think, but, but we we will need to, to, to see if she she gets a second one. If she gets see a if, second see one. See if she can strike twice? If she, yeah, if she strikes <laughs> twice, then she's out of here. Yeah. Uh, next one, Taylor Swift. She oh. came out with this thing. Uh, ben, I'm not sure if you're aware, but this whole thing that she's she's got with this uh, new song that came out. Um, it's got a snake within it, and then uh, if you guys think back to way back when, yes. when the whole Taylor Swift, Kanye West thing was happening, oh. people kept calling her a snake because she lied, and now she's coming out and she's trying to be this whole new science. Like I'm, ta- I'm not Taylor anymore. I'm like a different Taylor. So what do you guys feel about that? Quick. I don't know. I saw the video. You saw the video? And no, just like, I mean like Kanye. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, I- He's Kanye shrugging over here. The the bitch lied, and now she's trying to make money off it. Uh, I mean, I I don't really care that much, to be honest. Yeah, uh, the only thing I'm going to say is um, everybody's coming after her for this, and it's pretty interesting because she's she's basically trying to rebrand herself. She came out. She's got this new song. She released the lyric video, which is really weird and kind of dark. And then it's not something that she normally puts out. Apparently, I'm not a big fan of fucking Taylor Swift. I don't fucking care. Only reason why we're talking about it is because it relates to Kanye West. And she put out a teaser in regards to the video um, for um, this particular song. And people are not having it. Basically, people are thinking that she is biting or appropriating culture. And this is, I'm going to show you guys on the screens if you guys haven't noticed, but this is what the, what it looks like. Uh, people are starting to think that she's trying to bite off of Beyonce. And I don't think that she's particularly biting off of Beyonce. Uh, See, but, th- this whole mindset to me is, is I think proof in point of, of how leadership of impacts uh, culture. I fucking hate saying this. I didn't want to fucking say this fucker's name, but fucking <laughs> Trump and all this bullshit that's going on right now in the country and, and the race relations that we're getting right now leads people's minds and feelings to project into music. Like, she's just trying to be Taylor. Like, I don't see that as being appropriation at all. I think she's trying to find she's a way to be a badass. Exactly. She's trying to find a way to be fucking badass. Cares. The only way that I think that she is appropriating anything in this video is. Uh, or or in that that imagery is when Beyonce was on the Super Bowl and she had her whole little fishnet stockings and her V with like her her Afro puff dancers and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's I I think people have short memories. I yeah. think I look at at Taylor and it reminds me of Madonna. Which there is you like go. Going way back. Thank you. So, like it's it's exactly. nothing new, right? And so people could look it's at just Beyonce somebody- and think fucking uh. Uh, what was Tina Turner doing? Tina exactly. Turner was wearing fishnets and, and having Tina her Turner hair is one crazy. of the best like, performers in the world, and now Beyonce is one of the best performers in the world. So I think Taylor is just trying to reinvent herself, and I also think that Taylor has a bad reputation. I think that's the whole reason why she's got this whole album called Reputation. Whatever the fuck, who cares about this little white girl? And I'm sorry, that that's way classier than Beyonce's. Uh, look, there's there's men in there um, with half shirts. There's like chandeliers. Get the it's fuck out of here! Very expensive room. Nigga, Beyonce I, was I, on nah, a fucking football I will not field. have you. I will not have you <laughs> have the beehive come for us because you want to try and do some controversial shit, saying that that's way classier than Taylor Swift. Fuck I you. I said it looks classier. No, it doesn't. It's it not. Does. Fuck that. No, it's not, nigga. I will. I, hey, beehive, I'm about to kick this nigga's ass right after it. But you know what? You can find us everywhere, everywhere on social media at 
Through the Crate. And you can find us at www at Through the Crate. You can find us on iTunes at Through the Crate. We really appreciate you coming through, Ben. We really Yo, appreciate you. Ben, what up, though? <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. We appreciate your input and uh, come back anytime. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We are out this bitch, <laughs> motherfuckers. This is.